Good afternoon, Lighthouse. Are you guys excited for this Sunday service? Yeah, para mahina, no? Di ba kayo nag-launch or nag-berienda kanina? Ha? Are you guys excited for today, for what's gonna happen tonight? Yes. All right. So yes, uh, good afternoon. My name is uh, Pastor Nikki Ploho. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for the introduction. In behalf of my family uh, who is here, no? Merry, Merry Christmas po sa inyong lahat. Uh, and I'm just so honored to be um, invited to preach uh, for this very special Sunday service, right? I'm not sure if this is working. Okay. Yeah, and it's working. All right. So for the past two uh, Sundays, um, it's good that we have been having this Christmas story retold series, right? Because it, it now peaks today. It peaks tonight because tonight is going to be uh, Christmas Day, right? And I'm assuming ibang mga tao na wala dito in the sanctuary are at home watching. So hello po sa inyo. Gandang hapon po. Baka kasi sila yung natokang mag-prepare and mag-host ng mga dinners tonight, right? But if you guys are watching online, thank you for spending time with us. And I hope you can just spend, you know, an hour or so to just focus on what is going to be preached upon us today. Because I believe there is something very special that the Lord um, wants us to hear, alright, this afternoon. So, konting trivia lang po. Did you guys know that the Philippines is internationally known to be the country that celebrates Christmas the longest, right? So yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's a good thing, no? But okay, palapag natin sa natin, right? Ito, some, I, I shared some, uh, some news clips, uh, you know, really supporting that. Kasi alam nyo naman, pagpatak ng Burr months, right? Pagpatak ng Burr months, alam na natin, marami ng mga Christmas stuff na nangyayari, right? So I'm gonna be showing to you guys three pictures, right? That, you know, these are usual signs na Pasko na. And if pinakita ko yung picture, all I want you guys to do is just shout the answer. So kung alam niyo yung nasa picture, sigaw niyo lang, right? Pero suguratuhin yung tama, ah. Kasi baka naman sumigaw kayo, pero mali pala siya. Alright? So this one, what is this? Tama po, tubong-bong. So ito, usually pagdating ng mga Bermans, di ba? Pag nakita ko, may mga stalls here in Paranaque, Las Piñas, even sa Makati where I work. Pag nag, pag nag ano na, nagsasetup na ng mga aparatong ganyan, ako parang alam mo na, pagpapasko na pala. Right? So tama po, tubong-bong. Next. Ito, Sino yan? Sino yan? Hindi yan, Shopee. Sino to? Sino to? Semari siya. Alam na to, di ba? Pagdating ng, pag may nakita na kayong mga memes ni Sir Jose Marichan, ako alam na, Pasko na, mga kaibigan. Right? And last picture. Ano yan? Hindi po, hindi po Christmas tree yan, ha? Hindi po Christmas lights yan. But that is, ano, that's Christmas rush traffic. So, this image, I got it from ABS-CBN. They, they posted this para, I think, a week ago, showing na talagang sobrang traffic na. And alin, ram, ramdam natin yan, right? Kapag nagiging sobrang traffic na, parang Pasko na yata, right? It seems like the Christmas rush is about to happen, right? So these are triggers that signify na, nako, magpapasko na, right? And if you, you know, there are more, di ba? Kapag minsan pumunta kang opisina, tapos ang suot mo red and green, Parang sasabihin, oh, ano ka, parang Pasko na. Diba? Yung mga ganong signs, right? But if you look at these examples that I shared, right? None of them, none of them pertain to the real reason for the season, right? Right? And bilang mga Kristiyano, alam naman natin yan, the reason for the season is Jesus. That's a given. Alam na natin yan. But how come a lot of our triggers in society right now does not pertain to Christ? Pagdating ng Christmas season. I want to share this survey that I saw. Um, from an American survey, um, they asked different generations about, you know, questions about Christmas. And the headline here is very striking, right? It says here, many millennials see Christmas as more cultural than a religious holiday. I'm not sure if you guys can see it, but the one on the left here, ang tinanong dito, is Christmas more of a religious or cultural holiday? And the more, the younger the gener- the younger the answer is, mas marami yung nagsasabing no. So the younger it is, they would say no. Ito naman sa kanan, ang tanong dito, do you attend religious services on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? And nagsabi dito yung mga nagno-no, again, the younger it is, mas nagsasabi na no. So for me, this is alarming. Because I believe that because of so much tradition, you know, cultural, commercial influences about, you know, Christmas, Right? 
I feel like we are starting really to lose track more and more, especially to the younger generations, what Christmas is really all about, right? Just last week, I had a meeting with uh, one of our partners in the company. And, you know, bago, mag, mag, bago magsimula yung meeting, nagkwentuhan lang, how was Christmas? And then sabi, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the holidays. And then, nagkaroon ng pause, and then he said, pero, Nikki, actually, parang nalulungkot ako eh. Pa- bakit? Kasi parang nasa-stress na ako. Parang hindi na siya masaya para sa akin. And then also, just last week, I, I had a meeting with, with, a, with a churchmate, and, and nasabi niya parang, sometimes... She thinks na ayon na yung mag-December. Because, you know, to some people, and maybe you guys can relate to this, pagpatak ng Christmas season, maybe you guys are feeling stressed because of the things that you need to prepare, the gifts that you need to give. Diba? Nagparedig na si Pastor June kanina, hindi pa po huli, right? Baka you guys are feeling the pressure. And kapag ganito kasi, you know, we love to celebrate the event, Right? To the point that maybe we forget to celebrate the reason why we even have this event. Maybe because we are too busy just prioritizing the things that we have to do rather than the person that we actually need to remember and celebrate. That's why for today, this is what I want you guys to remember. And this is actually, I'm revealing already the key point for this preaching, right? That the story of Christmas is about God reaching out to us in love by inviting us all to know Him and presenting a gift where we can experience Him in Jesus Christ. That's it. We're going to be revolving what you're going to hear about this key message. And we're going to be studying two stories in the Bible, the book of Luke and the book of Matthew. All right? So to help me, dahil medyo mahabang text natin, taking a page of Pastor Joe and Tito Rose, I'm going to ask the help of my lovely wife, Chris, uh, to help us, and if I can ask you all to stand up in reverence uh, as we read the Word of God. We're going to be reading first from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. My love. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, this is Matthew 2, 1 to 12 now. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the, king, the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star and when it rose, We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. 
When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. When Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star had seen, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you, my love. I entitled my preaching today, The True Gift of Christmas. Let's bow down and pray. Heavenly Father, maraming salamat that because of you, we have something really special to celebrate today and in the coming days. I ask, Lord God, that you would just anointing to what the people, Lord God, your people will hear this afternoon, Father. May you add blessing to it, Lord Jesus, because we know that there is a special message about you for this service. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. You may take your seats. Thank you, my wife. Sorry, she left her phone. Ayan. Maraming salamat. Now, I, I prepared this Christmas story timeline for you guys, right? So, on the left side, actually, yeah, your left side is actually where our past two preachers have been, you know, telling the story of Christmas. And yung nabasa natin, nandito siya sa may gitna. The birth of Jesus in Bethlehem, as says in Luke. And then out of that birth, Kung talagang binasa niyo yung kaninang mahahabang verses natin, there were actually two, I would call it supernatural, two supernatural events that happened. One is that there were a group of shepherds na merong nag-appear na anghel. And roughly at the same time, there was a star that appeared na nakakita noon mga magi from the east. Right? And it's interesting that in the birth of Christ, the birth of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, out of all the people, mga kapatid, na um, iimbitahin niya sa kanyang birthday, kanyang first birthday, it's actually these groups of people, the shepherds and the magi. So today, we're going to be studying about these characters. So parang bakit ba yung shepherds and magi? And what can we learn from them, especially now in the season where, as I mentioned, because of culture, tradition, and media, you know, the real reason of Christmas, talagang medyo nabublur na siya. All right, we have to be grounded for today. So we're going to focus on these. So we're going to start off by scrubbing on the book of Luke. All right, Luke 2 from 1 to 12. So unahin muna natin in the first section of Luke. Again, and this is about Joseph and Mary's travel to Bethlehem in time for the first Roman census, right? Now, importanting binanggit to ni Luke. Why? Because this first Roman census... It was a, a, um, a Roman law that required all people under the empire to go back to their hometown to register, right? And it's important because Joseph, actually, ang linya niya is kay King David. And King David's hometown and birth town is in Bethlehem. So they were really supposed to be there. And that is significant because the timing of that birth fulfilled several prophecies. In Micah, Five, that a ruler over Israel with origins from ancient times would be born in Bethlehem. And second, it would come from the line of David. Makita yan in the book of Jeremiah. So Jesus was really meant to be born in Bethlehem. Kaya kahit na yung travel ni Mary and Joseph, it, it, it took them a hundred, around 140 kilometers. So that's around, kung imagine nyo dito, from, from here to siguro Kalatagan. Nilakat nila yung ganong kalayo na buntis si Mary. And I remember Pastor Carlo really expounding on that one. Because I believe the Lord really wanted them. Jesus needed to be born 
in Bethlehem during that time. So next, after po nito, again, nanganak na po, Jesus' birth in Bethlehem and He was laid on a manger, right? Um, on Bethlehem being Christ's birthplace, if you think about it, bakit Bethlehem? Out of all the cities in, in Israel, why not, you know, a, a more popular city like Jerusalem, right? But the Lord wanted His Son to be born in a small town called Bethlehem. And I believe in the Bible, sobrang pili lang yung pag-mention ng Bethlehem, right? And then, nung nakalak si Jesus, He was laid on a manger. Luke really had to include that detail in his book, in the birth of Jesus. You know, a manger is described as a box or crib where animals feed. So again, if you imagine that kind of setting, hindi siya sanitary, let alone for a child to be born into, and kusan siya ilalagay at ilalapag, right? Overall, I believe it paints a small place, a small space where Jesus was meant to be born. So what's the significance of that, mga kapatid? I believe the significance here is that the birth of Jesus was unquestionably humble. If you knew that there was going to be a king to be born, right, the king, wouldn't you imagine that he would be born in a, in a castle, right, in a very magarbong, eleganting lugar, that instead of a manger, he would be put in a golden crib. That, that's how we would usually picture, you know, that a ruler, a king would be born. But God chose Jesus to be born in the humblest ways. Again, God chose a very humble beginning for Christ. And I feel like this is like a foreshadowing of the life or the type of king that Jesus would be. He would be a, a, a king, he would be a savior who would be starting from the lowest at the humblest way so that he could relate to the people who need him the most. And for the people who would, he would be reaching, mas maniniwala sila because they knew where the beginnings of Jesus were. Very, very humble beginnings. And the next part of Luke, it's about a group of shepherds where they were visited by an angel, right? Again, out of all the different people, na unang pipiliin ni God kung saan pwede mag-appear yung angel to tell them about this good news, he chose the shepherds. Now, the shepherds, they are described in the Bible as, I would say, also lowest of the lows, right? Parang ano sila, minamaliit talaga yung trabahong shepherd na to. And, and they were Gentiles. So they were not part of the chosen people of God that time. And being the lowest of the lows, maybe they are being ridiculed, hindi sineseryoso, hindi pinapansin, right? So again, they represented that lowest sect in society. But these lowest of the lows, they were the first ones, the first guests of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Significance. I guess it meant that Jesus really wanted to prioritize those who are at the lowest of the lows. And you might be thinking in our context, wala naman sigurong shepherd dito. May shepherd ba dito sa lighthouse? Wala naman, di ba? But maybe in our context here, maybe we are in a place where we are in our lowest of the lows. Maybe in our families, in our circles, tayo yung hindi pinapansin dahil kristyano tayo. Tayo yung tinataboy. Or maybe the way life has been hitting us this past year, na parang wala kang panalo this year, and you are feeling so low right now. Then my friends, let this message speak to you right now. That the birth of our Savior is for you. It is for the lowest of the lows. So if you are feeling right that, like that right now, if for you, your Christmas is not merry right now, mga kapatid, Jesus' birth is for you. So trust, trust that He will be there for you this season. Amen? That the gift that you will unwrap is Jesus Christ. That it will graduate saving grace, includes the fruits of the Holy Spirit, full of loving promises. Receive it today. Mga kapatid. Next po dito is when the shepherds found Jesus and caused them to share the good news. Now, after encountering the angel, kanina, di ba, nabasa natin, they felt so excited. Nung may lumabas na angel doon, it was at night, they were probably having their night shift with the shepherd, with the, with the sheep. 
sabi may angel na lumabas. And it was described na natakot sila. And, I mean, sino, sino bang hindi matatakot, di ba? Right? May, may angel dumating, huy! Tapos parang it was described as having that big shiny glow. So talagang sila, parang yung picture kanina, di ba? Sobrang, ano yan? But because of the good news that they were declaring, ganun ka-majestic yun. They dropped everything. Feeling ko nga, iniwan nila yung mga sheep dun eh. Because they had to run to Bethlehem and look for this newborn baby. Note that the angel did not command them to go. If babalikan niyo yung verses kanina, walang sinabing angel na, go and search for the baby. Go and look for Jesus. Wala. Sinabi lang na angel that there was a newborn king in Bethlehem, wrapped in clothes and laid on a manger. But that in itself, the glory of God, pushed the shepherds to just go and seek Jesus in the middle of the night. And when they met Jesus, of course, another supernatural feeling happened kasi nung nakita nila si Jesus, parang totoo nga yung sinabi ng anghel. Totoo nga yung pinaprophesy kanina sa atin. And this is, you know, this is our Savior. Hallelujah. And it caused him to go out and share it to the people around Bethlehem. And I believe the significance of that moment is that it gave us a glimpse of how Jesus' life would have an effect on the people. Right? That because he would be manifesting God's power and majesty, it would cause a life-changing reaction towards anybody who he would encounter. And that is for the book of Luke. Now, let's move on to the next story in Matthew. If you remember, there's another supernatural event that happened. Aside from the angel appearing to the shepherds, there was a star, right? There was a big star that appeared. And because of that big star that appeared there was a group of educated people who would actually study stars, look to the stars to study them, interpret them, even prophesy with them. And they were called astronomers. And at that time, they were called the Magi. Right? So we're going to move on to Matthew. Matthew 2, 1 to 7, it talks about the Magi's journey to Jerusalem and their encounter with Herod. Okay, the first part of the Matthew story with the, with the Christmas birth is that tumuntay yung Magi in Jerusalem and they met with Herod. I want to talk about Herod for a little bit right now. Herod is known as Herod the Great. Why? Because he was known to, to build a lot of significant and important buildings in Jerusalem. But Herod is also not so great according to some historical records because he was known to be a hot-headed, murderous king that he actually ordered the murder of his wife, his in-laws, and his sons. And I think this paints a character of Herod as somebody who is very power-hungry. That if something or, you know, some situation would, you know, remove some sort of power in his life, he would do anything, even to kill, to the point of killing the closest people in his life, just so that he could stay in power. That's why when the Magi approached him and said, you know, we follow the star and, it's, and it is part of a prophecy. So ang ginawa ni Herod, he called his advisors and said, Tama ba itong sinasabi ng mga Magi na to? And then we read a while ago that yes, it was confirmed that who the Magi was following was actually the new king of Israel. And knowing the, the personality of Herod, na ano siya, na parang wait, no way. But he, he used it as a way to plot to kill Jesus. Because sabi niya, sige, I will tell you where they are. They are in Bethlehem. So put kayo sa Bethlehem. And then the moment you actually see and meet this baby, sabihin niyo sa akin. Kasi I would want to worship him myself. But later on, we're going to find out that the reason why he did that is because he wanted to kill Jesus so that he would stay in power. Now, what's the significance of that? I feel like, you know, the character of Herod being part of the Christmas narrative also foreshadows the type of challenges that Jesus would face in his ministry. That there would be people in power, people in authority who would hear his good news but would not believe him or would not accept it, who would try to hurt him and try to kill him. And for us, maybe, maybe there are Herods in your life right now, mga kapatid. You know, people who constantly bring you down. Discouragers in your life. 
Or maybe there are times na kayo yung nagiging Herod sa mga buhay ng mga ibang tao sa paligid nyo. Right? Let this message be a reminder for you guys that if Jesus is in your heart, that sin that a Herod brings can be toppled over because Jesus has conquered sin for us. Amen? Kaya wag kayong maging Herod or wag kayong magpaka-Herod, mga kapatid. Alright? Next in Matthew, it was the Magi's journey to Bethlehem and finally encountering the newborn king. Right? So sinabi ni Herod, go to Bethlehem. So they did. And they followed a star. But I want to talk about the Magi for a bit. Sino ba tong Magi na to? Sabi ko kanina, they are astronomers. Right? But, you know, in, in, in media, in popular culture, they are also called three kings. Right? Three wise men. Um, but actually, there is nothing in the Bible that says they are kings. Nothing in the Bible that says they're actually three. Does it mention they can be two, they could be four or five? It was just assumed that they were three because they gave three gifts. And there was no mention that they were actually rich. All we know is that they were magi from the east and that they followed a star. So I, for me, I would believe that the more accurate description for them are the astronomers because they did follow a star, right? Uh, Magi came from the Persian translation of the Greek word magos, which means somebody with power. Kaya sinasabi, they are the sorcerer, sorcerers. They are the mages. But for us, for this context, they will be the astronomers. And sinabi from the east, right? The east here pertains to the Persian region, right? So if you look at the map, when they saw the star, they had to travel from that region to Israel. And that's roughly around 640 kilometers by foot, around 30 to 40 days. So, nung lumabas yung star, when Jesus was born, they were not actually there right away. They had to travel around a month before they actually went to Jerusalem. Kaya minsan yung mga nativity scenes, di ba? There's Jesus, there are the shepherds, and then my three kings. There, there's actually some inaccuracy about that because malalaman natin that they actually visited Jesus in a house already because they had to travel. So some Bible trivia for you guys. In the journey, again, they followed a star, right? And it coincided with Numbers 24. It says, There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Of course, with scepter pertaining to royalty, to a king, right? So that appearance pushed them to go travel because they, maybe they had an idea of these prophecies. And when they saw the star, Baka ito na star sinasabi sa Numbers 24, and maybe this is the king, uh, we've been all waiting for and all the prophecies have been saying, so let, let, let's do it. So they traveled. So when they got to Bethlehem, the star stopped and pointed to that house where Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were staying. And immediately when they finally met Jesus, they were so amazed. They were so amazed. And next part, again, it's a very popular picture in this story, is when the Magi presented gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Jesus. Itong, itong pangatlong gift, medyo tongue-twister eh. Pakisabi, myrrh. Myrrh. Kasi may sabi, myrrh. It's myrrh. It's pronounced as myrrh. Para at least when you go to your families, ano, confident kayo na ang binagay na regalo is gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Hindi siya myrrh. Right? So yeah, going back to the gifts. Did Jesus require or need these gifts? The answer is No. But I think, I believe this is just the way for the Magi to just, you know, give honor and respect. Because for them, this was the prophecy fulfilled. And I super love how John Piper wrote it. I want to read this to you guys. I hope you can see it here on the screens. Sabi dito ni John Piper, The gifts are intensifiers of desire for Christ Himself. When you give a gift to Christ like this, this is a way of saying, The joy that I pursue is not the hope of getting rich with things from you, I have not come to you for your things, but for yourself. And this desire I now intensify and demonstrate by giving up things in the hope of enjoying you more and not things. By giving to you what you do not need and what I might enjoy, I am saying more earnestly and more authentically, this is beautiful, you are my treasure, not these things. Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord a tap offering for that? Their giving was a way of submitting to Jesus and choosing Him over all the things that the world has to offer. 
And I, I hope this is speaking to all of us that in this season of giving, that's also what they call it, right? Season of giving. Ganito ba ang attitude natin when we give, when we give to the Lord, when we give gifts, or when we receive gifts? Because ang tinuturo sa atin dito is in the spirit of Christmas, and when we remember Jesus Christ during this season, our giving should be out of reverence, out of love, hindi yung, hindi yung mema lang, or because you, you, you might get something in return. Parang ang sarap pagpa-tithes ulit, Pastor Jojo, no? after, after hearing this. Right? May, pwede pa naman mag-tithes kahit after ng service. Right? So next, I wanna just quickly talk about the gifts. Alright? Um, anong significance ng gold, frankincense, and myrrh? Right? When you, when you do historical reading on this, gold, again, it's a very precious metal. And it's usually used to adorn, you know, um, some statues and furnitures for kings. So the gift of gold to Jesus, I believe, pertains to acknowledging his kingship, him being royalty. And then the gift of frankincense, it's an expensive fragrance, it's an incense, it's a perfume. And it's usually used in the presentation of God in his sanctuary and also mentioned during prayer time. Right? So for me, the gift of frankincense acknowledges Jesus as, um, as divine, acknowledging his priestly role for us. And yung myrrh, it's a spice used for two things. One, for anointing. And pangalawa, it's used for embalming fluid. So panggamit sa patay. So if you think about it, pag ka magbibigay ng myrrh as a gift? Kasi pangpatay siya. Right? But I believe the significance of the gift is that it pertains to uh, again, oil is used to anoint prophets, right? So I believe the gift of myrrh pertains to Jesus' prophetic role for us and basically Him being human. Dahil pang embalming yung myrrh, I believe it pertains to His death as well. So looking at the gifts that the Magi gave, I think it was included in the book of Matthew because it also paints a picture of the type of life, the gospel of Jesus, that one, he is the king. He will, he, when, when, he, when he was born, he assumes his kingship. That he has a priestly role to fulfill for his people in his ministry. And that he was also human. And that he would eventually die for us. So out of the stories of Luke and Matthew, painting the pictures of the characters, of the important moments, I want to share with you guys four observations. Kasi baka isipan nyo, anong kototoran nito sa Pasko? Right? What can we learn from this? Number one observation here is that God surprises. If you go back to how it all began with the shepherds and the magi, they were both surprised by the angel. They were surprised by the star. Right? Because I believe the Lord, again, planned to have Jesus born in that specific time, those specific places, and those specific conditions. He surprised people with, you know, with signs and wonders. Again, for the shepherds, it was the angel. For the magi, it was the star. It was an unexpected surprise, but it came with a very welcome one because, again, it bore good news for us, for them, and even up until now, right? Yung sa astronomers, the magi, maybe they, they have been waiting for that star for a long time now. Kaya nung bigla dumating yung star na yun, parang ayun! Ito na yung hinihintay nating star. And then again, God surprised them when it was actually the prophecy fulfilled because it brought great news for them. And para sa atin, have you guys experienced, kanina ang ganda ng prayer ni, ano, ni Pastor June, right? You know, recalling the things that you went through this past year. Kayo ba surprise ni Lord this 2023? Did you guys receive any surprises from the Lord this year? Right? Maybe it's an unexpected surprise. Bigla kang na-promote. May biglang nag-propose um, nag sa'yo. Mga ganyang surprises, right? Nagbigay ng regalo, mamaya. That's a surprise. Or maybe it's something that you have been praying for. And the value that we can get from here is that when we do get a surprise from the Lord, whether it's a direct one or maybe it's in a form of a sign or a wonder, seek and confirm that it is indeed from Him. And if you believe so, mga kapatid, expect something good to come out of it. Even if it seems scary, parang hindaramdaman ng shepherds, even if it seems so difficult, kasi ang layo ng tinravel ng magi, 
Because if you believe that that sign is from the Lord, expect something good from Him. Amen? Observation number two, God calls. God calls. Kapag si Lord surprise tayo, mga kapatid, may purpose po yan. It's not just a means to a specific prayer, but I believe it has a purpose why the Lord allowed it to happen. Again, for the shepherds, when the Lord surprised them, right? Again, hindi inutos ng anghel na pumunta sila at hanapin si Jesus. But because of that surprise, they were so touched and it gave them hope. It led them for a grander purpose to go and seek out Jesus. And same thing for the Magi. When the star appeared, pwede namang, hindi, parang hindi yan yung star. Parang hindi siya ganun kalaki. Feeling ko dapat ganyan kalaki. But because of faith, they followed that star and they met and encountered Jesus. Kasi minsan sa sobrang klaro ng pinapakita sa atin ng Panginoon, minsan, they don't, minsan God doesn't even need to tell us what to do. Right? Parang yung magi and shepherd. For example, there, there, there's somebody siguro kumatok sa'yo, offering you a business where you can invest into. Pero nung nag-research ka, parang scam pala yung business na yun. Eh, matik na, syempre, even though the money's there, bilang Christians, hindi ka. Alam mo na dapat mong gawin. Right? Or what if a, a ministry here in Lighthouse opens up an opportunity for you to touch more people? For example, um, the yung sa sidewalk, right? Yung adopt a site ng sidewalk. Pinromote sa billboard. Saktong-sakto, nakuha mo na Christmas bonus mo. May extra ka. Ematic na yun. Alam na. Diba? You know where to put your money. Minsan, the Lord does not need to spoon-feed us for the purposes of the things that He surprises us with. And para sa atin, shepherds and magi, again, they're the lowest of the lows. The magi, yes, they were educated, but they are far away, Right? Pagdating sa calling ni Lord, wala siyang pinipiling tao. Whether you think you deserve it or not, maybe you think you're not rich enough, you're not talented enough for Him to be called because once you've accepted Christ in your life, you are already called for a purpose. Amen? Wag mong maliitin or wag mong limitahin ang sarili mo dahil malaki ang Diyos na tumawag sa'yo. Amen? Can we give a clap offering for the Lord? So again, if this year you have been praying for a ministry and may pinakita si Lord sa yung opportunity, pero for some reason you are doubting yourself, oh, and if you know it's from the Lord, wag mong maliitin ang Diyos dahil ikaw ang tinawag niya. Amen? Pangatlo po, the observation is that God directs. He surprises, calls, and He directs. Kasi when He surprised the shepherds, right, na there is good news, He actually, the angel actually gave them information it's in Bethlehem, um, wrapped in clothing, in a manger. So parang binigyan na ng clues. And sa Magi, Jesus, God allowed them to meet Herod para mabigyan sila ng more specific pin on where Jesus was, which is Bethlehem. And what we can get here is that when God calls His people, He doesn't leave us alone. Hindi niya tayo iniiwan. Kapag kunwari nagpa-pray ka, okay, Lord, I am receiving a calling from you um, to be a missionary in this country. And then you follow. And then you feel like, Lord, parang mag-isa lang ako, parang natatakot ako kasi baka ako lang to. No. Again, if the Lord is the one who called you, He will also guide and direct you. Kaya para sa atin, wag tayong matakot mag-yes kay Lord. Wag tayong matakot mag-commit sa pinapagawa niya sa atin. Because kahit na mahirap or parang imposible yan. Because, and we sing this song here in church, because God is able. When we see, when we say yes and He is for us, not against us, when we follow His leading, He will always enable us. Amen? And observation number four here is that God reveals. And alaman natin na nung, sumuno, nung the shepherds and the magi, you know, went out to look for Jesus, eventually, nakita nila. They encountered this newborn Savior. For the shepherds, they had to drop everything to search for Jesus for the Magi, they had to travel 30, 40 days just to be there. And it was a risk for them. Because they might be wrong, right? But they did because of faith. And para sa atin, we also have to believe that even if we are asked or need to sacrifice something, my friends, rely on your faith to God to follow. That He will reveal Himself to you in that situation. 
Kasi minsan we don't see the big picture, right? But when the Lord stitches things together, He means to create this beautiful image where He will show His love, His faithfulness, His greatness to us. Amen? Now, ano naman ang connection ng apat na observations na to para sa atin this Christmas? If you think about it, the four things that I shared in my observations, it's, you know, God, um, God surprises, God calls, God directs, God reveals. Palagi siyang palabas. Palaging pabigay si Lord. And that's a difference between how we celebrate His birthday from how we celebrate our birthday. Kasi tayo pa nagba-birthday tayo, we actually, you know, we, we, we expect gifts. Right? We expect, actually even Christmas, we expect gifts, whether consciously or unconsciously. But pag sa birthday ni Jesus, siya ang nagbibigay. Bakit? Kasi mahal ka niya, kapatid. And He knows that we need Him ever so, especially in this generation. And so, from the four observations, I will jump into the four key points of what I hope we can take home tonight. When the clock starts at 12, when it is December 25, and it is Christmas Day, in your celebrations, and even in the coming days, I pray and hope that the Holy Spirit will speak to you in these four things, on our posture in our heart, on how we will take this message to our families. At number one, when God surprises us, it causes great joy. And it says here, Luke 2, that will cause great joy. Matthew 2, 10, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. It was evident in both groups who encountered Jesus that when they met Him, there was great joy. Why? Because first off, He was presented as the Messiah. And then when they met Him, it was a prophecy. He was a prophecy fulfilled. Kumbaga, the hype surrounding this newborn king gave hope to people. And we're gonna read in the ministry of Jesus, alam natin to, that through his miracles and how he preached and practiced his teachings, it gave hope and it caused great joy to a lot of people, even until now. Amen? So when we celebrate Christmas, it means it should cause great joy para sa atin. Some reflection points here, mga kapatid. If this season has been, again, babalikan ko to, if this season has been causing you stress, if pag makita mo na yung triggers kanina, yung putubongbong, masaya marichan, yung traffic, parang, ah, Pasko na naman, ito na naman, dagdag gastos na naman. Or kunwari, pag na-invite kang maging ninong or ninang, naku, dagdag na naman to sa Christmas list. If that has been your attitude lately, my friends, and maybe you have been putting so much effort in the preparations for the event, for Christmas, uh, for gift giving, na tipong nababutas na yung bulsa mo. Kasi nape-pressure ka, nagbigay sa ganyan, so dapat pagbigay din ako. Right? Can you guys relate to what I'm saying here? Or baka ako lang naman. Or you guys can relate to this, right? To the point na nakocompromise na yung walk po kay Lord. Kasi wala namang magmasamang magbigay ng regalo. I'm not saying masama. Walang masamang magbigay ng regalo. Hindi masamang magparty. Of course, it's not bad. But if it comes to a point that it already taints the real message of what Christmas and what Christmas is all about, then mga kapatid, medyo preno po tayo. Because Christmas, it is supposed to cause great joy. Amen? Can we give the Lord a clap offering for that? And a, a practical thing that I would advise you guys later on to cause great joy is to simply smile. Smile and be that positive person in the room. I don't know where you're going to celebrate later on, sa bahay nyo or somebody else's family or their house or restaurant. But when you enter the room, be that person na kapag makita ka, Uy, si ganyan nandiyan na. Oh, saya nung Pasko natin. Smile. Bring that positive energy and aura where you guys will be celebrating Christmas this season. Right? Just like the effect of Christ when He was born. And mind you, great joy, alright? Great joy is not about the volume. I want to talk about this. It's not about the volume. Because as I mentioned earlier, 
not all of us might be having a Merry Christmas. Maybe some of us, walang pang noche be na mamaya because of the hardships of this 2023. Maybe iba sa atin walang nabiling regalo. But my friends, great joy is not based on the volume of your food on the table, not the volume of your gifts in your family and friends, but it is the value of the joy that you can bring. So again, if you are in a situation later tonight na wala kang engranding handaan, what you can do is be a cause of great joy to your family. Maybe do something out of the ordinary. Play games. Mag, uh, magkantahan kayo kahit music lang sa Spotify or sa YouTube music. Something that would just create new memories of joy within the family. Because if you do that, my friends, you are adhering to this, to what Christmas is all about, that it should cause great joy. Pakitingin sa katabi and give your biggest smile right now. Pero dapat yung ngiti nyo yung ano yung totoo. Kasi pag yung ngiting pilit, medyo ano na yun. Para mukha ng psycho nun. So let this message really sink into your hearts today, my friends. Great joy. Second here, when God calls us, it's actually intended for others and intended for all. In Luke 2.10, again, it says here, it will cause great joy for who? For all people. Again, it was meant to be for all. Kaya ang ganda na ginamit yung magi and shepherds because they were Gentiles. The shepherds were representing the lowest of the lows. The magi represented those who are far away and searching for God. So kahit nasaan ka, pa, nasaan ka man doon, low, malayo, high, or whatever, the message of Christmas is for you. God, when God calls us, it is for you, my friends. And a reflection point here is that this, 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 this season should cause us to have a posture of being other-centered. Being other-centered. Kasi minsan again pag Pasko, and I'm speaking to the young people in the house here, also to my kids, right? Pag Pasko, anong gift ko, daddy? Anong gift ko, mommy? Right? Sometimes we cry about it. And that is not an attitude of being other-centered, my friends. Or minsan, kino-compare mo yung iba, yung handalong iba, or sa regalo ng iba sa natanggap mo. Right? It's not about the self. It's about being other-centered. Because Jesus came, again, for all people. So when we remember that purpose, then our heart should be for others who are low and those who are well, who are far away, who are not well. Just like how we were. If you remember this year, if you were at your lowest of the lows, if you felt so far away from Jesus, He was still there for you. So have that kind of posture when you meet with your families and friends. Be there. Be for others. And the practical thing that we can do is to be a blessing to others, even with a simple greeting. If you have a friend, a churchmate, a relative who you have not you know, spoken to for a long time, and maybe you know that sila. Right? Even a simple text message of greeting will actually, I believe, make a big impact. And ito lang, since nasa telco industry ako, I want to share with you guys a text template. Parang send them a message like this. Merry Christmas, blank. Naalala lang kita. And may the gift of God through Jesus Christ be remembered and bring you joy as you celebrate Christmas. Hope to see you soon. You know, a message like this and injecting Christ in your greetings, I believe the Lord can use that to minister to that person. To remind that purpose, to remind that per the person that the purpose of this season, again, goes back to Jesus. Not about the noche buena, not about the gifts. Amen? So, alam ko you're taking pictures. Pero wag nyo naman kopyahin as is kasi baka mamaya pare-pareho tayo ng mga nakukuha. But you, you guys get the picture. Right? Parang ganyan, right? You don't need to copy it as is. Baka mamay makuha ko ng text na ganito, no? So again, when God calls, it is intended for others. Alright? Intended for others. Hold on. Yan. Okay. Key point number three, it is intended for others. I'll move on to key point number four right now. That when God directs us, it is for the saving of many lives. Siyempre, nasa impact season pa rin tayo. We are still in 2023. Impact for the saving of many lives. 
It says in Luke 2.11, a Savior has been born to you. In Matthew 2.6, a ruler who will shepherd my people. The gift of God through Jesus Christ is meant to bring salvation, mga kapatid. As we learned earlier, it causes great joy. But we're gonna learn, we know this, that for us to experience that great joy, it came at the cost of great sorrow. That this newborn child laid in a manger, super celebrated, kung alam lang ni Mary and ni Joseph, yung sakripisyong mangyayari sa anak nila, how would I react to that, right? But it would come for the saving of many lives. And I want to go back to this. The place where he was born, Bethlehem. Significant po yan because Bethlehem translates to, ibig sabihin nun, the house of bread. That means house of bread. And a manger, as I said a while ago, it is a crib or box where you know, creatures feed onto. So if you look at that picture, this, this newborn child being born in a house of bread and laid in a place where creatures feed, Jesus was meant to be bread for all mankind. Amen? Kaya sabi niya in John 6, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. So Jesus being born in Bethlehem and being placed in a manger, He was meant to be our food, to be sacrificed, even though we do not deserve it because He came to save us for the saving of many lives. Again, we don't deserve the goodness of God because of our, you know, sinful nature, especially pag Pasko, di ba? Minsan nagiging selfish tayo, right? But because of grace, He gave us a living and saving gift. Kaya sa atin, wag lang tayo mag-focus on giving, you know, um, physical gifts. Also give spiritual gifts. That's why a practical, you know, thing that I want you guys to do for this is to simply talk about Jesus during your gatherings. That's how you can apply this. Simply talk about Jesus. Especially if you are in a family na ikaw lang ang kristyano, marami sa inyong sa pamilya mong hindi naniniwala, it is the perfect time in your reunions to talk about Jesus. Because I believe when you do, my friends, when you do that, the Lord can do something wonderful to that person who will hear Jesus. How can you do that? Maybe kapag ready ng kumain, usually pag, in some gatherings, no, pag nandiyan yung food, oh tara, pray tayo, pray tayo, nakaganyan lahat. Naghihintay ng gusto magdasal. Can you guys relate to that? If you're in that situation and you want to talk about Jesus, taas ka agad, ako, I, I want to pray for the food. Do that, my friends, tonight. Do that in your celebrations in the coming days. And if somebody in, in your family, in, in, in your chikahan, you know, um, may sinabi sa inyong um, problema na pinagdadaanan, struggles lately, use that opportunity to again talk about Jesus and pray for that person, for the saving of many, many lives. Kaya pakasabi sa katabi, mamayang gabi, ikaw ang prayer leader. Pakasabi, mamayang gabi, ikaw ang prayer leader. Walang mahihiya mag-pray dapat mabaya, mga kapatid. Okay? Number three, when God, sorry, number four na pala to, last, when God reveals Himself, it transforms lives. It is transformational. The experience is transformational. After the shepherds and the magi experienced these supernatural moments from God, I believe they did super extraordinary things. Again, for the shepherds, the way we describe them, but they were the lowest of the lows, they were outcasts from society. Bakasya ni shame sila. So, syempre, mahihiya ka. But because they experienced Jesus, it caused them to go out and talk to these people who would shame them and just share the good news. For the Magi, again, I would love to believe and I would believe that they are astronomers. They were not kings. So, ipagbibigay ng regalo ng Magi, I feel like it's something also extraordinary, Right? that giving and sharing, that encounter and being a witness to a prophecy fulfilled, my friends, caused them to do something extraordinary. They shared. They gave. And para sa atin, when we truly encounter Jesus, my friends, it should cause a, tre a real transformation 
that would lead us to respond by obeying and doing extraordinary things. Amen? Share our faith. We give. Because it causes us to draw to Jesus even more when we do that, my friends. When we are transformed this way and we respond, I believe God will use your obedience to let others experience amazing things as well. And a practical way for us to do this in our reunions later on, that in your conversations, if kunarin naging seryoso ang usapan at start ng mag-open up sa'yo ang yung kamag-anak, yung mga kaibigan, share a testimony. Share how the Lord has transformed you, my friends. You know, it doesn't have to be that moment of how you, you know, you know uh, accepted the Lord you know, as your Savior. But maybe more of a recent, you know, happening this 2023 where the Lord has been with you on a situation and He just transformed it and it revealed Himself to you. I want to share, last week, uh, my wife and I went to a christening of a friend and I was sitting with, a, um, with an old friend who, you know, did not have that kind of relationship with Jesus. Probably close to being an atheist. And he knew me as a pastor, so he asked Nikki, Alam ko, your work, you have a full-time job in SMART, pero you're also a, a pastor. How do you do it? Out of the blue. Not even talking about ministry. He just asked me out of the blue. And then I told him, you know, the message of what I was telling him was that, you know, it's hard. Hirap siya, very time-consuming, nakaka-stress minsan. But because it is a calling and the Lord has been with me every step of the way, there is this fulfillment that He gives me and to others that I just cannot explain. So yun yung kwentuhan namin. Now, I don't know how he accepted that message. But because of that opportunity in that conversation, I testified. And I believe when you guys do that, when we do that, the Lord can use that to plant something. We don't know when, we don't know how, but we have to trust that when you share your testimony and you glorify God, there's going to be something amazing and transformational that can happen to your friends and family members. Amen? We give God a clap offering for that. testify Tell the person beside you, testify this week. All right? So finally, when God reveals Himself to us, it is transformational. So to summarize, mga kapatid, what we learned today in recalling the Christmas story as told in Luke and Matthew, when God surprises us, it is intended to cause great joy. When, when He directs us, it is intended for, for all. It is other-centered. When He calls us, it is for the saving of many lives. It brings salvation. And then when God finally reveals Himself to His people, it is to transform lives. This is the gift of Christmas, mga kapatid. Can we praise God for this message? Hallelujah. In my study of the Christmas story in the past few weeks, I believe that the Lord, again, is reminding us that this season is really about, again, Him. Reaching, uh, reaching out to us in love to get to know Him and presenting this gift where we can experience Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ, again, reiterating this, my friends, He is a living and saving gift that causes great joy intended for all for the saving of many lives and transformational. To God be the glory for that. Hallelujah. And to end, my friends, it's not about, you know, the things that we will receive tonight. We really need to bring this home, my friends. Not, amount, not, not the amount of gatherings, amount of gifts, magkano yung Gcash na makukuha ni Pastor Jun mamaya na paradala nyo sa kanya, right? But again, it's about the living and saving gift of God that He wants us to remember he wants us to experience and to share this season. And so in your upcoming gatherings, I hope that kagawin niyo yung mga sinabi ko kanina, smile, be that positive person in the room, you know, mention Jesus in your conversations, testify when the opportunity arises, right? And give as well. Lord, thank you so much for your message today that you are indeed the reason for the season. Thank you for teaching us that you are the ultimate 
gift that was presented to us 2,000 plus years ago. And Lord, we believe that the difference in celebrating your birth from ours is that no gift that we can give can ever outgive you. Can never outgive what you have already given us and what you continuously give every single day. A gift, Lord God, that is more than what we need in this world. That security amidst a, a chaotic environment. That comfort of a father's embrace in, in a lifetime where we know for sure we will experience pain and suffering. And the promise of that secured position in your heavenly kingdom when our time has come. Lord, would you allow this message to transform the people who heard this today and that when we go to our homes tonight aside from adding blessing to our celebration Lord God that your gift Lord God your living and saving gift would be at the center of it all in full display in full reverence in full glory this is our prayer today in the mighty name of Jesus and everybody will say Amen Amen you may take your seats